As the battle with the sea spirit rages, Octavia realizes she is not the only target. Can she preserve Moir's forces? Will the ships even make it to the beach? Or is defeat a sure thing? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly, actual-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by war with monsters for 15 years. Our, uh, five-year... A marriage anniversary <laughs> recently. <laughs> you said that so weirdly. Marriage anniversary recently came and went. Uh, we were both very busy, so we didn't do much, which we usually do. Um, Not that we go overkill, but well, we usually uh, do something. Well, some of us don't go overkill. Hey, now I like celebrating. <laughs> some of us throw away too much money at any excuse to have a celebration. <laughs> I like celebrations. I like celebrating things. But anyway, the five-year uh, traditional material, because the like modern materials for anniversaries are stupid. I know. They're like, here's an electronic. Here's an appliance. Oh, Ooh, my, my love fun. for you in a toaster. <laughs> now, if it were a toaster oven air fryer, that might be a different story. As if people don't get most of the appliances they need or want at their wedding exactly. five years ago. But I digress. Uh, the material is wood. Savior, childish jokes. We've been through them all. This is a family-friendly uh, family show. show. Kids, ask your parents. They'll have a good time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, so the material is wood. And with not much time, we decided that it would be a good time to upgrade our bed. Bed frame, mattress. Mattress isn't really wood. And depending on what bed frame you get, it might not be made out of wood anyway, but it's the the principle that and the, the idea behind it so we were like let's get a new bed frame because we've been on some cheapish ikea yeah it's, one. it's, it's not, not it's not, it's not bad. bad it's it's it's, it's nice solid. but it's really really bulky i like it it looks nice it's like a nice like kind like of scroll bed yes yeah, scroll sleigh bed type of thing but it's it's just really big and it's dark it's like it's black so it's just like it really is just, just kind of brings the room down yeah and the the mattress we have is just a run-of-the-mill yeah. mattress yeah. nothing is not terrible but there's nothing special about it although we can definitely feel the <laughs> indentations oh, yeah. we have worn you, into it over the you years you can see the indentation yeah. <laughs> like it's really kind of funny because it's like yep there's there's a little indentation right there and yeah. and when you like get into it you just hear the Aww. the coils yeah yeah so we we decided let's let's buy a new bed frame, buy a new mattress. And so looking at bed frames, uh, well, we weren't even looking for these specifically, but mm. we were in Ikea for other business. Because it's so fun. Because it's Ikea. Uh, and we were walking through and we both saw a bed frame and we both went, ooh, at the same time mm -hmm. as we sometimes do. And it was it's called Tufjord. So watch out for a future NPC <laughs> named Tufjord showing up. The elusive. Up. The elusive Tufjord, uh, which is a... 
It's like a upholstered green velvet bed, which you might think, wow, that sounds hideous. It's it's not. It's super it's, cool. It's pretty cool. We both liked it. The problem is we, we're, we're trying to upgrade from a queen size bed to a king size bed. So we can have room for all of our critters. So we can have room for, well, so I can have room uh, for myself. <laughs> so I can actually starfish to my heart's content. My goodness. Uh, yeah. So they don't have this one in, in queen size or king size. They I know. only have it in queen. Only in queen. Which... It's funny because they have the same bed upholstered in a blue fabric that is available in king size. But not the beautiful but deep the emerald green velvet. green velvet. So we're like, okay, Ikea, what the heck gives? And so in our research, we have found that in countries such as Indonesia and India, they offer a super king, which is basically like a metric king. That's effectively the same dimensions as a king size bed, off by like three centimeters. So not that big a deal. I think it was off by like, w- yeah, like one, I a total a, of one inch or something. A king is uh, like one eighty by two hundred centimeters, and the the super king they were offering is like one hundred three by two hundred three or something like that. Yeah. That those dimensions sound one eighty one one eighty by two hundred. Anyway, so they only have these in like. You know, East Asian countries, which is bizarre to me. But they do exist. But they do exist. It's not that they don't exist. We just they exist. can't get we to them. We just can't just get our grubby little mitts on it. mitts on them. Yeah. And it, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. They don't even offer them in Canada because I would Canada? drive to Canada Go to a Canadian yeah. Ikea. Go over the border, pick one go up. Go over the border, back. come back. That's but fine. no, they not even in Canada. Not Canada. I don't, not Mexico either. It's a bit of a farther jaunt for yeah. us, but still. But still, we would, do, we, we would do it. I'd do it. <laughs> I know. They don't, they don't offer it. And but we they like, offer the king in the blue in the uglier fabric. Yeah. Why? And Why? We're not the only people. There's plenty of people on like Ikea's Instagram being like, Hey, can you like put this in a king, please? Mm-hmm. And Ikea's like, we'll see. Maybe. maybe, maybe. Just keep checking the website. It might show up. Not like a yes, expect it in this season, or no, definitively not. Go mm-hmm. find something else. Just a maybe. So we've. Well, been they at, do offer it in King, just not here just in, not the in the US yeah. or in Canada. So it's it's we're we're disappointed. We are very disappointed. Because now we have to find something new. I know. Just, why? And why it, Kia? And it was like. Oh, that's, that's clever. Thank well, Ikea. Um, and it was it was just fun because we both liked it at the exact same time. We have, yeah. you know, similar-ish aesthetics, but our aesthetics aren't the exact same. And so seeing something that we both really liked right off the bat, like, yeah. that doesn't always happen very frequently. Yeah. You know, especially for something that's, like, as literally, like, big a piece of furniture as, as yeah. a bed frame. It was cool. And so we were like, we found it! We found yeah! It. You and know, then. and it's not as expensive as... You know, other brands can be because we did find something similar at Crate and Barrel, like and it was like, oh yeah, easily, more. easily, yeah. So we were disappointed, very disappointed. But just we tell you this to start a write-in petition, everyone. <laughs> write your local IKEA because everyone has a local IKEA, <laughs> and uh, demand Toofjord. That's T U F J O R D Toofjord or Toofjord. If you're from south of the Mason-Dixon, no offense, uh, Tufjord in Juparp Green, that's D-J-U-P-A-R-P, Green, <laughs> write them, call them, harass them 
up to the legal extent of harassment. But stop, <laughs> stop just short of that. Uh, Keep your eyes out for our change.org petition. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully nail this down and get uh, America what it deserves, which is the two-fjord jukebub green bed. <laughs> <laughs> or someone who's maybe in those East Asian countries, if you live there. If you live there. If we have any Indonesian listeners, please. We will come to an agreement and do some some shipping shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I think you'll cover shipping because you get, I think, the enjoyment you've derived from this podcast would be payment <laughs> enough. So... <laughs> I cannot imagine how expensive that would be to ship over. Probably very expensive. So expensive. It'd probably be more expensive than the bed frame. Just the headboard and the footboard. We can oh, figure true. the rest out. We can figure out the sides. Yeah, just just send us the headboard. Granted, those are the two biggest pieces. But exactly. Hey. But hey. So, do it for us. Do it for us. For us. For us. You know you want to. I rolled a natural 20 on my persuasion check. So <laughs> I'm not joking. I rolled a natural twenty right there. Oh my so god! You are compelled if you if you play like some dungeon masters, where a natural twenty gets you anything, even if it's within the bounds of feasible possibility or not. Uh, someone out there owes me a king size <laughs> jupeup green uh, two fjord bed for my kid. So. <laughs> I'll be expecting that within. Uh, I mean, shipping takes a while, yeah. so I'll give you at least four weeks. Yeah, and then maybe is coming into stuff. Let's give six weeks to be yeah. generous. Just, just. DM us, and once you show us, like, proof, proof of, of purchase, purchase mm-hmm, we'll send you, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll tell you where to ship it. Yeah. 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 Done. Nice. Well done. Manifesting, cool. my love. All right. And I was going to make another, and that's the end of the episode joke, but we've done, <laughs> we've gone to that well a few too many times. Can you go to the well too many times on a really good joke like that? Yeah. Yeah, I think you can. It's like my insta insta kill door i was just about to be like it's like your insta kill door which a, is hilarious every single time there was a series of episodes back in one of the first dungeons where i, I did that joke like every single door you, you did through. and it was amazing at first like it was hilarious at first then it got a little like okay that's enough and then it got hilarious again because yeah. you just kept doing that's, it that's how comedy goes sometimes. yeah sometimes <laughs> you watch did you did you ever watch too many cooks no you didn't no okay that's that's a similar thing yeah where it just keeps going and eventually you're like oh and then eventually it gets really funny at the end <laughs> too many cooks too i know the song many cooks, too many cooks too many cooks anyway uh we can go ahead and get back oh man it's getting hot up yep. here it is already pittsburgh summer so just imagine you're on a lake with a uh, sea breeze blowing mm, nice. in your hair. The unnice part of it is that... Uh, the lake's trying to kill me. The lake is trying to kill you. Well, <laughs> maybe less you and more Everyone else. Yeah, so it's already chopped uh, two boats in half. Sending the uh, sailors into the depths. They may be dead. They may not be. You're not sure. There's a lot going on. The wind is whipping. Rain is pattering down. And there's a giant sea spirit just hacking through your boats like a hot knife through butter. So, we find ourselves 
Uh, well, you find yourself on Captain Slab's ship as he is doing everything he can to stay out of the warpath of this sea spirit with a lightning lightsaber. Uh, Carhoon is there, battening down the hatches. This thing has just gone down the line, sliced two things in half, but Jasolka cast some sort of spell, which has given you a brief uh, window of opportunity where this thing is, is seemingly frozen in space and time. Uh, he said he, he doesn't know how long this will last, so if you're going to do something, do it quick. But okay. we come to the top of the round, I believe, and it would be Carhoon's turn. All right, well, Carhoon had been, you know, trying to help Captain Slab keep everything uh, ship shape, but now that he sees this spirit kind of, you know, pausing in midair, he is going to pull out his, his long, you know, pick up his longbow again that he's kind of kept at the ready. It fell off the side of the boat. <laughs> So I'm it's, afraid it's, it's, it's gone wooden and floating forever. You know, and he is going to knock two arrows and shoot them. He knocks them right off the side <laughs> of the boat, and they're gone. <laughs> That's his turn. <laughs> no one's opening the door as he knocks those arrows. No. Um, and he's going to shoot at the water spirit. Okay. Does he have any like advantage with her you being will frozen? Disadvantage. Or sorry, you you'll have disadvantage. <laughs> I have disadvantage to hit this unmoving target. Yeah, yeah. Crazy how that condition works out. Jasolka's like, gotcha. Uh, now you have advantage. That would be a Jasolka thing to do. That would be pretty funny. He's he such buffs a butt. the enemy. Oh my gosh! I'd be like, that's counterproductive. But it's fun. <laughs> All right. Arrow number one. 18 to hit. 18 hits. Good thing I had advantage, because one of those was a natural one. Well, darn. Eight piercing damage. And then with the other arrow, again, I do not believe that this is magical, if that matters. Does a 14 hit? It does. All right. Seven piercing damage. All right. That is Garhoon's turn. It is your you are an air elemental. Yes. Um, can I do a, like, tap my air elemental wrist with my finger indicating a stopwatch to Jasulka to kind of be like, how long do I have? You don't know. He doesn't he know. He doesn't know. He okay. said, I don't know. Almost verbatim, I don't know how long this will last. Okay. So, is it possible? So, the water spirit is in the air. Yes. Frozen. Can I grab the water elemental and fly it upwards to get it away from the boats? Because I can fly, but it's water. I don't know if I can, like, grab it, but I am punching it, so... I don't know about that. Okay. Um. She's just trying to think of a way to get it away from the boats. Because it's, you know, just basically taking out a boat with each swing. You could try to push it. Okay, yeah. Kind of like get underneath it and then just propel it upwards type of thing. I guess. Yeah, we'll call that like a... I guess you could try to grapple it and move it upwards. Okay, and a grapple is just a strength check, right? All right, unfortunately, the 
air elemental is not as strong as the earth elemental. 17. I'm very dexterous, not very strong. And I'm not charismatic in any way, shape, or form. Uh, hold on, let me see. I gotta do some conditions. Okay, nothing in here prevents this from making a strength check against being grappled. Okay. So, it is going to do that. It rolls. You rolled what, a 17? 17. It also rolls a 17. Oh. <laughs> How does that work with... Uh, You would... Let's see. I know, meets it, beats it with yeah, attacks. Yeah, I guess if your uh, grapple is kind of an attack, so... So would I meet it and beat it, or would you meet it and beat it? Well, if your AC, if you meet the AC... You're successful. You hit it. So if... So I guess we'll say, yeah, I guess it works. Okay, dope. Okay, so I am going to grab it and fly it 90 feet into the air. Okay, you would have, you're going to move half speed, and you oh, would have okay. had to have used some movement to get up to it. Wasn't I right up to it? No, it flew away. Oh, okay. You kept flying up and punching it, and then it flew away and slashed a boat, and you took an opportunity attack, so... Okay, perfect. Well, then uh, my fly speed is 90, uh, which would, you know, have be 45, and then maybe took me 10 feet to get up to it, or 20 feet, or... Uh, I'm going to say 30 feet, because these boats are not particularly close together. That's okay. a big lake. And so I fly it 15 feet, you know, it can be straight up, or it can be in whatever angle makes the 15 feet go the furthest away from the boats. Straight up. Okay. So take this spirit straight up, and then I still have six owls. They're all going to come around and attack it as well. All right. Roll these dice quickly and just tally up how many hit. Can I borrow two d20s from you? Because they all have advantage. You have to roll them one attack at a time, though, because I'm not just going to let you cherry pick all of the... So this is the first... Oh, wait. Right. Oh, okay. Because otherwise you just roll that like a bunch of crap rolls and a bunch of good rolls. Be like, oh, all the good rolls. Hey. That make, that, no, that makes sense. Okay. Just roll quick. Number one. You have to roll a nine or higher. Nine or higher. Six hit. Okay. Every single one of those would have hit regardless of the <laughs> advantage, basically. All right. And so that will be. 12d6. Fifty-four slashing damage. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that took me so long. And it's not magical, again, if that matters. Yep, it does. All right, and then all of the owls are going to... Um, can they fly in front of the boats to try to create some sort of like defensive perimeter ar There's around? There's too, too much space. I mean, they could, on. but it would just fly around them okay. relatively uh, easily. Okay, well, then they will stay kind of surrounding me and this water spirit. Okay. It is its turn, so let's check something out real quick. <laughs> All right, it is going to make a saving throw. Uh, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is probably going to get. I rolled a one. <gasps> yes! 
but is it strong enough or, or smart enough or wise enough that it's going to make it anyway? Almost, but not quite. <laughs> so, you get another round of it oh, like this. Awesome. It is... All right, he is going to do the same thing, knock two more arrows right off the boat, and somehow hope that they hit the water spirit. So you have 15 hits, right? Yes. All right, one hit, and another hit. Mm-hmm. 15 piercing damage. Total. Yep. I realized I had a dream last night where I was playing D&D, and I kept accidentally rolling... D10s and uh, D12s instead of D20s, and I was wondering why I wasn't doing oh, well. Rolling so poorly. Yep. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. It is your turn. All right. Now, can I hold on to the grapple and punch it at the same time? Technically, yes. Although it's stupid. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep doing that then. I'm going to fly up with it again, half speed, so another 45 feet into the air, mm-hmm. and then I'm just going to punch it. Okay. Multiple times. All right. Slam number one. It's a natural 13. Hit. Slam number two. And that's a 10, so that will also hit. All right. I sworn I got another D8 out here. 15 bludgeoning damage, and that is magical. And then from the other slam, 19 bludgeoning damage. Okay. All right. And um, now all of my owls are going to (laughs) go. And I will keep track. Nine or higher. Five hit. All right. So this is going to be 10 D6. 34 points of non-magical slashing damage. They just like come in and they're like claws, you know, pull mm-hmm. some of this water out. And I feel like with it, with it kind of being a little bit frozen, they it, it's almost maybe coalesced a teeny bit and turned a teeny bit into jello. So like little bits fly off that are a bit more solid than the water would normally be. All right. It is its turn. All right. Come on, baby. Come on. Yep. It, it makes it. Okay. So you see it shake itself free of this whatever uh paralysis or whatever just like had placed on it and it whips its head around uh well down to look at you doesn't look happy uh it's carhoon's turn okay no more advantage no more advantage all right he's just going to do the same thing he's been doing not two arrows does a 10 hit no okay but a 15 hits right Yes. Okay. So one of these arrows hits for almost minimum damage, four piercing damage. Okay. It's something else when a group of giant owls are doing more damage than our our big beefy boy here. Well, he's not as good with a bow. Is that the end of his turn? That'll be the it. All right. This thing takes a legendary action. It disappears. Uh, the mist forming it just sort of dissipates and uh, evaporates into the whipping wind and rain around you, and you find yourself holding nothing. And it's I your can't turn. do anything? Nope. Okay. 
Um, and I can't see it, right? Nope, it's gone. Okay. I'm going to have some of my giant owls do perception checks. I'll save you the effort of rolling five. They see nothing. It's gone. It's gone. Gone. It's gone. Okay. Um, then I am going to dive down back towards the lake. And I'm going to try to pick up as many sailors who are, you know, floating around in the lake as possible. And, like, gather them up and drop them into... You're 90 feet up right now. I have 90 feet of movement. Yeah, so you could just get down. Are there any that are in the immediate vicinity? No. Okay. Um, I'm actually not 90 feet up because I went 45 and the turn before I only got 15 up. Okay, so you're 60 feet up. Do I see any in the 30 feet surrounding? Roll a... No, you don't. (laughs) He rolled his his smiley face, frowny face, question mark, die to to do that. Now you see uh, one, but he's clearly dead. (laughs) It was a sad face on the die. You have to make it sad. (sighs) Okay. So you see a dead sailor floating in the roiling waves. Okay. Okay. Um, You could rescue the body. Instead. Instead, I'm just going to... I guess I can't prepare an action because I moved, right? Or ready something? No, you can ready an okay. action. So I'll ready an action that if I see it popping up within, um, you know, my, my striking distance, I will attack it. And so will all six of my currently existent owls. They'll kind of like station themselves by different boats. Okay. And that'll be my turn. Sounds good. Uh, okay. It comes to this thing's turn, and as you're looking around, uh, you do see it pop back into existence about 500 feet behind the line of boats. From here, you can barely make out its form, uh, through the whipping rain and wind blowing your hair into your eyes, your air elemental hair, (laughs) Uh, but you do see it hold its hand up. And a thunderbolt crackles within it, and it hurls it at you. Okay. Wow, 500 feet range? That's obscene. Or, sorry, a uh, a javelin made of wind. <sighs> sorry, not the a thunderbolt. A wind javelin. Excuse me. This one just hits. Can I take damage from wind if I am wind? Yup. <laughs> Unless you are immune to piercing damage, and it is magical. No. Rolled really good. Uh... 24 points of piercing damage, so make a constitution thing. You said piercing? Piercing. That is magical? It is magical. Natty 12. Okay. It does it again. Both it and I are sick of these owls. (laughs) Rolling real good on my damage. That is a 22. Alrighty. Points of piercing. Please make another... Constitution saving throw. Thank you, got me. Even with advantage, I rolled a one and a two. All right. Poof. Your six remaining owls disappear, but you got your money's worth. I was going to say, they were rolling rocks on their damage those last two rounds. Having having that advantage to hit, I mean, I think they did like 50 and 60 points of damage. So <laughs> they Chuckle did. across the wind. <laughs> they did what I asked them to do. Indeed. All right. Carhoon's turn. 
Kurt's like, I can't hit it from here. Captain Slab, what can I do? Slab's like, yarr, grab that there rope and pull it. I don't know. Well, I mean, he can. He just would have disadvantage. Okay, good luck. I mean, as a dungeon master, I'm going to say trying to shoot at that range with this uh, storm winds next to impossible. Okay. Well, then I guess Carhoon will kind of like see that it's back, but he'll prepare an action too once once it gets within, you know, his normal shooting range, mm-hmm. he will shoot at it. Okay. Pew pew. Your turn. Okay. Um 500 feet away. Good, yep. Goodness gracious. Mhm. Can I look around again and see if I see any sailors to save? Uh, you can roll a perception check. Ten. Uh, you see something. Oh, I mean, twelve. Sorry, I can't math. You see something floating over there. I'll go over to it. You fly over to it, and you flip it over, and you realize it's just a piece of driftwood. I got a winky face. (sighs) Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) 500. I mean, like, it would just take me rounds and rounds to get there. It would. Okay, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to ready an action that when it gets within, you know, my range, I'm going to attack it. Okay. And kind of like, the goal is to get these ships across the lake. So, like, she wants to protect the ships, stay close to the ships, and not be kind of, like, lured further away from them, because this thing can obviously move (laughs) really quickly. Makes sense. Makes sense. She is going to expend a spell slot, though, and heal herself. Okay. You do that. That is your turn. That is my turn. This thing uh, uses a legendary action. And now you see a lightning bolt crackle in its hand, and it lances out towards another boat. The boat makes a dexterity saving throw. Rolls an eight. The lightning blasts into it, and it takes... You're not a D10. 21 points of lightning damage. Is the boat still up, though? I have boat stats. (laughs) Is this a big boat, little boat? I'll get back to you on that. (laughs) Well, actually, I won't, because it's going to be its turn now, because that was a legendary action. Oh, Uh, man. uh, It's it's still up. Okay, good. But it is taking on water. You can hear shouts from below. Okay. Uh, okay, that is its legendary action for its turn. It summons, you see it lift both its hands and summons two more wind javelins, which it then cascades into the side of this boat as well. Oh, no. Worse damage than I was rolling against you. I was rolling great against you. I didn't roll below a four on a d6. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, I can heal myself. It's harder for me to heal boats. For 31 points of damage, and that boat is rapidly sinking. Like it's gone, gone, or it has like one It is sinking, and people are abandoning ship. Okay. Abandon ship, you hear, over the wind. Ah, That's its turn. It is still just 500 feet away, sitting there menacingly. And it is... 
Karun's turn. He says, I don't know what I can do against that. Unless you, like, pick me up and throw me. <laughs> can I throw Carhoon 500 feet? No. You could throw him a shorter amount of feet. You cannot throw him 500 feet. <laughs> I know. I'm big, though, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> okay. Golly, geez. Okay. Can't shoot at it. Is there a way that he can help the other ships somehow? He can breathe water now. Is there something he can do? I mean, he can breathe water, but he's still wearing armor, so it's going to be difficult for him to swim. Swim. So if he falls overboard, he'll be okay for a while, but he would have to, like, he could take his armor off, and then he could go swim and try to rescue people, but it's a gamble. Well, I mean, how quickly... Can he don and doff a chain shirt? Because that's all he has. Boy, howdy. We have rules for that. We have rules for this. Let's see real quick. Like, uh, it's still going to be a number of rounds. I know that for a fact. (sighs) Uh, I mean, even technically donning and doffing a shield is an action. Oh, really? Okay. Which is an oft overlooked rule because not a lot of people use shields in this campaign. Anyway. Right. Yeah. uh, What do we got? Armor. Could he instead... Getting into and out of armor. This is heavy armor or medium armor? I forget. Chain shirt shirt is medium Medium. armor. So getting out of is a minute. (laughs) So what, 10 rounds? 10 rounds, yeah. I feel like it should be easier to get out of a chain shirt. Well, it's like laced up and and stuff. And he's got straps and stuff over it. Yeah, I guess that would be true. Getting all this stuff off that's over it i'm just imagining uh the one scene in lord of the rings where gimli has the chain shirt and he's like little pipe around the chest <laughs> i guess instead of carhoon you know kind of jumping overboard and, and trying to save people like a la prince eric um could he be like ask one of the sailors to do that and be like i'll take your place the and- sailors are preoccupied with keeping their ship afloat. okay or like I meant one of the you know the pirates type of thing. The pirates, yeah. Okay. Oh, this is so. I want him to be able to. I'm just going to tell you. There's really not much Carhoon can do. Okay. I so guess... unless you have something on the top of your head, I let's don't. Just move on. Okay, so he'll he'll keep helping Captain Slab and and be like you know doesn't have a whole ton of options here. Mm-hmm. Short of you like casting a spell on him or picking it up and carrying him, he can't really do much on his own, which is fine because he's not the main character but it is your turn so what do you do can i scoop up all the sailors who are jumping out of the newly sunk ship you can scoop some of them out i will try to scoop some of them up uh give me a strength check or dicks strength you're trying to pull sopping wet people out natural one uh you fly down to one who you see jumping out and you know they're they're treading water well but it's rough seas uh you go to like grab him by the shoulders and pull him up but you just can't get a good grip (sighs) that's your turn well then i think i'm just gonna move 90 feet closer to the spirit then you used some movement to get down to that sailor so you can move like 60 feet sure all right see you Because it doesn't, it seems to be content sitting out there and just lobbing yeah. from a distance. Why get in so. close when I can just sit back there and blow up ships? So she is going to make a beeline towards it. It wasn't having fun when you were punching it. So it's like, well, I'll just sit back here and pew, pew, 
<laughs> Sink battleships. A la Frieza. To an extent. Uh, okay. Oh, Austin, Austin was doing little finger guns to go <laughs> in association with those. That's what made me think of it for our for this non-visual media. True, 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 true. All right. Uh, it is. So that's your turn. You fly 60 feet. You are now 440 feet away. It is this thing's turn. It fires up another two bolts and just goes next round the line. You see two wind bullets, mind bullets, uh, hit the side of the ship. That's a tenacious D reference for all you listeners out there. Uh, you hit the side of another boat. Splinters of wood fly everywhere. 45 points of damage total. Okay. It's looking real bad. Won't survive another hit like that. Uh, but that is the end of this thing's turn. It comes to Carhoon, who's still, you know, helping out where he can. He's just like, you have to kill that thing. I've got it over here. He shouts above the roar of the wind and the waves. And it's your turn. I will dash 180 feet towards it. You are now 260 feet away. Legendary action, Thunderbolt, on the boat that it just hit. How many legendary actions does it have? It gets three around, and I'm kind of uh, toning that down because our rounds are so short. So I'm basically only doing one per round. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, so it thunderbolts. Bolt of lightning appears in its hand, goes over, and crackles across the ship that it just hit with the wind, javelins. And fire erupts onto the deck as that boat starts going down as well. You hear people screaming, jumping off into the water. Boats sizzling. Uh, But the rest of them keep on moving. That was a legendary action after you just moved. It's turn. Uh, It sees you coming. It's gonna... It's going to split up its wind javelins. It's going to send one at you and one at the next boat in line. Already? Against you, it deals 17 points of piercing damage, magical. Already? Against the boat, it deals 24. As you are impacted by just a tube of forceful wind. Cuts a hole right through you. All right. Um, that was its turn. Carhoon keeps doing his thing. For, uh, effectively, we're just going to kind of plop him out of initiative mm-hmm. because he can't really do much. Uh, so you, you are up. You are 260 feet away. Got any clutch 300 foot range spells? In fact, I do. Too bad you have to unwind to shape. cast it. What's my distance away? 260. 260? 260. What's it going to be? It's like Clash of the Titans, Clash of the Elementals. A huge wind, or a a large, large, you're large, right? Large. A large wind elemental versus a huge lake elemental. It's kind of cool. It's in the water right now, right? No, it's still hovering above. Still hovering above. Okay. After it, like, exploded out of the water, it hasn't, like, come in contact. It's just okay. kind of flying around. Oh, uh, okay. It's like a wraith. Ooh, oh, a lake wraith. <laughs> you think you're so funny. 
What are you thinking? So I'm thinking a couple different things. I'm not going to get to it this round. True. Which means that next round, on its turn, it can just like disappear and then show up somewhere else 500 feet away. Potentially. Potentially. So if it were in the water, I could unwild shape, <laughs> fall into the water. Um, you know, I'd be okay because I can't drown right now. And then cast control water and suck it into a whirlpool. But it's not touching the water. Yep. Or I could unwild shape, cast earthbind on it and pull it into the water. But then I would still need to wait another round before I can cast whirlpool on it. In which it could also probably just like disappear. True. Um, I could unwild shape and cast, you know, conjure animals again, but that only has a range of 60 feet. My owls only have a fly speed of 60. So even if they double move, they still won't get there this round (laughs) either. And so again, it gives like, there's nothing that I have that really can, I can get it this turn. (sighs) Kind of offensive spells do you have? Like directly. I mean, it would be a com. It would mostly be um, control water, fire shield. Do you get like a lightning bolt or anything? I mean, I do, but I didn't prep it because mm-hmm. I did. I did a combination of offensive, but then also like, you know, kind of siege e type mm-hmm. spells because I wasn't sure what we were going to come up against. So I wanted to kind of have a tidal wave, a variety. I mean, I. Again, I have the ability to, mm, didn't prepare. but didn't prepare it. Yeah. Mm. I did control water because I was like, oh, lake. Yeah. Which would usually make sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could use. What else can control water do? Control water to flood the area. But I mean, it's not really going to be hurt by being flooded. What's the description of control water? Because it's a pretty lengthy spell. It is. It's super long. Until the spell ends, you control any freestanding water inside an area you choose that is a cube up to 100 feet in a side. And it has a, a, a couple effects that you can choose. And you can change effect on each of your turns. You can cause the area to flood up to 20 feet, which... um is useful for vehicles because any huge or small smaller vehicle in the waves path are carried away so it would be great for like if i wanted to get rid of the boats i could part water and so just basically be like moses and be like let us cross the the lake i can redirect its flow so basically like i could make a waterfall run uphill and then the one that I was thinking the most of is Whirlpool. It's basically just creates a giant whirlpool. Um, and any creature object in the water and within 25 feet of the vortex is pulled into it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the key. The key there is the uh, in the water part. So, True. yeah. Okay. Which I was thinking, like, oh, if there are enemy ships that we are fighting on the water, yeah. that would have been very helpful. A very helpful spell. True. But true, not for true. a giant water spirit. Not for a giant water spirit that can fly. That can fly. Well, it's a storm spirit, really. Storm. Oh, okay. That is pretty cool. I have, yeah, it's made of swirling winds and rushing water. That's pretty dope, actually. So. 
I'll be like, cousin? <laughs> Basically. Um, did I already establish that I can't talk? I've already asked that, right? No, you never tried. Does it speak Aran if it's a storm spirit? You haven't tried. You wouldn't know. I will dash 180 feet closer to it and see if it speaks Aran and be like, in my you know wind elemental voice, be like, can you understand me? Because if it's a storm spirit, maybe it can. That's all you say? Can you understand me? Oh, I guess I'd be like, hey, can you not? Hey, do you understand <laughs> me? Um, I don't think, I think we're kind of more on the same side here than you m- maybe realize. Roll a persuasion check. Ooh. With disadvantage. Because I have been attacking. Because you two have been fighting. 16. Mm. You see that maybe it like flinches its head towards you, that maybe it heard you, but doesn't seem to react to the words. Does it seem like it understood the words though and it's just not reacting? Yeah, or? probably. Okay. Probably. Oh man, why did I not say this earlier? Oh, I probably thought it and just didn't do it. The one time I don't try to actually like talk to the the creature. Right. <laughs> I always try to. <laughs> uh, you are now 80 feet away from it. Okay. It is going to legendary action and try to push you. Oh, wait. It can't do that because you're not close enough. Aha! Uh, it is going to... Uh, it hears you say that and it, it looks at you and it raises a uh, watery finger and points at you and does the like flips its hand over it does the neo bring it on and in its <laughs> other hand uh it holds it out to its side and the lightning sword crackles back into existence that is okay. all it's gonna do for right now it is your turn all right well i'm close enough to it now i'm what going to doing? fly up to it okay when you get within 15 feet it lashes out okay only makes one attack but it ready to uh smack you down if you got close enough uh you know this sword is nasty business you've seen this sword with very little effort slice through it does a ton of damage so. right but you actually have to hit me for this one right it's not like one of the <laughs> i'm gonna hit you <laughs> i rolled a natural one <laughs> What's your AC? What's your AC? 15. If it wasn't a natural one, it would still hit you. Well. It was literally anything except a natural one. Well. (laughs) All right. uh, Oh, man. You're very lucky. You want to know how much damage that is? How much? 96 plus 9. Oh, good Lord. Two attacks with that per turn. If it crits... That is 18d6. That's obscene. Yeah, it's pretty Very glad dope. it didn't hit me. Yeah, you should be. I was hoping I got a 20, because that would have just been awesome. All right. Where are those crits? I'm going to use another one from Camp Master. Thank you, Camp Master. Ooh, this is called Get On With It. You took too long exchanging witty banter at the start of your attack. Ooh, your, it did do its, it did do its, it's explicitly thing. did a thing. 
Your opponent gets to move double its speed on its next turn and gains an extra attack. Ooh. That's uh That's a that's good pretty one. nice. Thank you, Camp Master. That's pretty nice. Dang. Natural one. Uh, and it is your turn. Okay. So you can double your speed and you get an extra attack. Do I get an extra attack action or just an extra attack? Just an extra attack. Okay. Dang. If that had hit, I was hoping to just like knock you straight out. That might have. It might have been enough damage to... No, it probably wouldn't have taken like Octavia all the way out, but it would have taken me out of air elemental That's what form. I was hoping. Yeah, it definitely would have. If I five percent chance I don't hit, and of course I rolled an eighty one. Well, right before you're like, I can't not hit. <laughs> Literally can't. But this still hits. <laughs> if it's not a crit fail. Oh man. Okay, well, again, she's going to as she flies up and like dodges out of the way of this like really cool lightning sword, I almost feel like it actually like did connect with her air elemental body but like she just turned she just like separated around it and then like recoalesced on the other side to keep going at this storm spirit and she's going to say in both Aaron and in celestial as she goes to punch it like suck it (laughs) (laughs) you took too long (laughs) why'd you take so long stop pontificating she'll again be like again we're on the same side i will keep fighting you but we're we're you were put down there because of the for the three i'm i'm in their you know service too like we don't need to be fighting each other but she will still keep punching it because it still tried to slice her with its (laughs) lightning sword so natty one natty one natty one natty one natty 18 dang i tried I tried, everybody. 13 points of magical bludgeoning. Okay. Natty one. Natural 12. I have a plus 8 to hit. Yeah. 17 points of magical bludgeoning. Okay. And then my third attack. Thank you, Camp Master. Going to use a luck point on that one. Natty 13. What did you roll? Natty 1. (laughs) next campaign i run i'm banning summon spells and the lucky feet (laughs) and another 17 points of magical bludgeoning damage you punch it and the body just shoots off into an aerosol mist and scatters into the lake (gasps) and the winds calm and the rain stops oh my gosh i was about to be like does it dissipate in a good for me type of way or in a oh it now has just disappeared and it will appear somewhere else type of no way. you think you killed it okay oh that's so too bad Poof. i mean this ain't probably ancient spirit like maybe wasn't good good but i mean probably wasn't bad bad well it's dead now so too too late now. Okay. What do you do? Um. So seeing that the <laughs> immediate immediate threat is is done, Octavia is going to whip her head around, and now that she has so much more movement, <laughs> she's 
she's going to go as quickly as she can back to the line of boats and see what she can do to try to kind of bring back a semblance of like formation and like getting everyone as you know as many people out of the water as she can and just kind of you know basically gathering the troops and 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 bolstering their Mm -hmm. spirits and stuff like that yeah so it it took out about five boats jeez out of Uh, how many out of i never put a specific number on it it's it's not an insignificant number of boats down but it's not like half of the fleet okay um yeah i guess just like a a percentage type of thing softened softened things up okay um the boats are largely continuing on. You do see, uh, you know, a good bit of the crew, the crews of these ships. Uh, some of them survived. Some of them definitely didn't. Mm. Uh, so some survivors are like clinging to bits of, of driftwood. And, you know, for right now, they'll probably be mobbed up by the ships coming behind you. Um, but it seems like the ships, the small ships are still trying to make good time towards the uh, beach especially now that their cover is blown yeah all right what are you what are you doing specifically um can i so the there's a vanguard of slower of faster smaller ships right yep one of which is slabs boat yep how far is it from the shore at this point um you were about midway through the lake when this thing showed up so you're a little bit further than that you still got a good like couple miles probably a couple miles to row i don't know what the nautical equivalent of miles is (laughs) leagues i guess but i don't know that conversion so we're gonna say a couple miles sounds good to me um is there any way that i can like push boats to make them faster you could push a boat to make it faster i will push slab's boat to make it faster if you want slab's boat to show up on that beach first all alone no that's a very good point (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome to do that um we're just gonna send one of these boats onto normandy beach just one just the rest of them will come later but you guys have fun okay i still have a couple miles yeah how long did it take for us to get to the midpoint? Uh, it's probably going to be another 15, 20 minutes to get across. So not enough for a short rest. <laughs> I was just expecting like, not enough for a short rest. 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 But enough to kind of get your bearings and okay. cast some healing spells if you need to. I'm going to stay in elemental form. Okay. Because. Kind of like, dang it, now I can't talk to you. Um, she'll be like, I can't get a short rest in. And you these need to learn sign language. Are... And she'll be like, in Aura, and she'll be like, if only you spoke more languages. I am a scholar. I speak plenty of languages. I know. How do you not know Aran? Why don't you know a better language? I, this is the only thing I can speak in this form. Well, that's not helpful. No, I know. Go to elemental school. <laughs> I need to go back to elementary school. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there that's we go. Funny. That's, good. that's <laughs> a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, I mean, she'll just kind of... I mean, she can't cast anything when she's in this form. True. She expended some spell slots to get some healing back. Yeah, and you haven't even landed on the beach. And we haven't even landed on the beach yet. Manage those resources. I know. It's going to be a long day. I know. I know. I'm so nervous. It's going to be a long day. I know. I'm super nervous. Very, very nervous. All right. So you're staying in elemental form. Staying in elemental form. So you can't really do much else besides stay in elemental form. All right. The boat's continue 
on their way across. The seas calm down. It's still kind of overcast, but the storm clouds have dissipated. The rain has stopped, and the sea is getting more gentle as you go. Uh, ten minutes pass, and you're approaching, approaching, approaching. Everyone's on edge. You can look out and see that the line has reformed, filling in the gaps where the boats had been destroyed. Uh, used to be. You start getting within, like, less than a mile from the beach. People are, you know, preparing. They're, like, lining up for for jumping off the boat and storming the beach and whatnot. Uh, Shields are strapped on. Swords are firmly held in sheaths. Bows and arrows are readied. And you get maybe, like, a couple thousand feet out. And you start to hear. And you look over and you see, you can see now the buildings on the beachfront uh, with a bit more clarity. And you can make out the two hotels that are your primary objectives. And you can see flinging off the rooftops are projectiles. Some ballista, some maybe trebuchets or catapults. Uh, You're not entirely sure. You can't make it out quite with those specifics from this distance. But you are now in range of the siege weapons. Okay. You look to your left and your right, and some of these bolts and projectiles and stones just fall harmlessly into the water with large splashes. But somewhere down the line, you see one does make contact and just, like, splits a boat clean in half. People start shouting. People start panicking. The boats are like, Evasive maneuvers! (laughs) As another volley starts coming through the air but i think we're gonna pick up there next time i want to keep going my hands are so sweaty and i don't know if it's in from anticipation or our hot third it's hot floor. up here it's probably That's a combination stopping, of the it's hot two. Butts. <laughs> all right thank you all so much for listening if you like what you heard you can get in touch with us on social media both twitter and instagram our handle is at and die podcast if you want to submit a crit card like you heard today and have it, um, you know, really change change the course of a fight, uh, you can do so either on our website, memyspouseandadie.com, or by shooting us an email at memyspouseandadie at gmail.com. Catch y'all next week. <laughs>